Peter Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates, making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The COVID-19 infection in the Philippines has crossed the 78,000 mark as the government confirms 2019 new cases Saturday. That's the first time ever that the country saw three straight days of more than 2,000 daily infections. Metro Manila accounts for over 1,000 of the new cases, followed by Cebu with 479. Meanwhile, there are over 1,200 new recoveries and 20 new deaths. That puts the country's total active cases to 50,763, the highest in Southeast Asia. Nearly 9 out of 10 Filipinos are stressed over the COVID-19 crisis. In the Social Weather Station's National Mobile Phone Survey, conducted from July 3 to 6, 51% of respondents said they were under great stress, while 35% said they were much stressed by the pandemic. Only 14% said they felt little or no stress due to the health crisis. Meanwhile, families who experienced involuntary hunger in July was up to what was up by 5.2% to 20.9% from 16.7% in May. The latest hunger rate is the highest since the 22% registered in September 2014. Additional COVID-19 cases reported among personnel under the Presidential Communications Operations Office. The main office currently has 10 active coronavirus cases. Six more were confirmed among its attached agencies, including two from the radio television Malacanang. One staff member had died in April due to the virus. The office housed at the new executive building has been placed under lockdown, while other employees undergo testing and the office disinfected. PCOO Chief Martin Andanar said he tested negative for COVID-19. He adds despite the spread of COVID-19 among his staff, President Rodrigo Duterte's State of the Nation address on Monday will proceed as planned. Four more of Philippine Vice President Lenny Robredo's staff test positive for COVID-19. This raises the number of infected workers in her office to eight. On Facebook, Robredo said none of the patients were currently showing severe symptoms, but promised that her office will take care of them and their families. The rest of the staff will meanwhile work from home while an expanded contact tracing gets underway. Robredo also assured the public the Office of the Vice President's response efforts against the virus will continue. The OVP has been helping frontliners and communities affected by the crisis since mid-March when the government first imposed quarantine restrictions. Some health workers at the National Kidney Transplant Institute hold a silent protest over what they consider as lack of assistance from the hospital amid the health crisis. ABS-CBN correspondent Henry Atuelan with the details. Uh, some uh, health worker of National Kidney Transplant Institute held a silent protest in front of the said hospital. Edwin Pacheco, president of NKPI Alliance of Health Workers, some 174 of their uh, co-health workers tested positive in COVID-19. Pacheco believes that their immune system weakens because of fatigue from overwork due to 12 hours duty. The group also condemns the NKPI for the lack of concern of their employee. Philippine government asks for public understanding after photos and videos taken from the Rizal Memorial Sports Complex in Manila Friday night showed the stadium packed with locally stranded individuals. 
Physical distancing was seemingly ignored, raising concerns of possible coronavirus infections. But Presidential Management Staff Assistant Secretary Joseph Encabo, who is in charge of the government's Hatid Tulong program, says it was either that or leaving them out in the streets while they wait for a ride back to their respective localities this weekend. Gusto ko lang ipaabot sa lahat at ipaliwanag na nung mga nakaraang araw, lahat ng mga taong iyon ay nasa kalsada. Inulan po sila ng dalawang gabi, uh, babad po sa init, at kailangan na po namin magdesisyon upang mabigyan ng maayos na shelter ang mga kababayan natin ng mga LSIs. Lalong-lalo na ang mga senior citizen, ang mga buntis, ang mga bata. The Interior and Local Government Department says some local governments are still not accepting locally stranded individuals amid the pandemic. Michael DeLizo with the details. There are still a few local government units that have existing moratorium on accepting locally stranded individuals or LSIs in Metro Manila. In an interview during the public briefing on governmental addition, Interior and Local Government Undersecretary Jonathan Malaya said their field offices and members of the regional task force are still convincing some local government officials to accept LSIs as ordered by President Rodrigo Duterte. Some regions that recently lifted its moratorium are Western and Eastern Visayas. Malaya also said he respects if some provinces have respective protocols in accepting LSIs, such as another COVID-19 testing and quarantine period. He also said he understands if other provinces could not accept LSIs for now as their quarantine facilities are already full. This weekend, the government is sending home around 8,000 LSIs who are currently cramped up inside Rizal Memorial Sports Complex in Manila. Meanwhile, Assistant Secretary Joseph N. Cabo, Presidential Management Staff and lead convener of Hatib Tulong Program, explained their side on a jump-pack situation at the stadium. He said it was not their intention to violate physical distancing, but they just wanted to give temporary shelter to LSIs while waiting for their transportation. And Capo said they had no choice but to allow the LSIs to stay inside the complex rather than leave them in the street. 26 new COVID-19 cases have been reported in Bacolod City. Martian Muiko with the details. Bacolod City has 26 new COVID-19 cases based on the COVID-19 bulletin of the Department of Health Region 6 issued yesterday. The city has recorded 121 COVID-19 cases and 61 of which are active cases. Based on the data of the City Health Office, 20 of the new COVID-19 cases are considered local cases, 5 are healthcare workers and 1 standard individual. Vice Mayor Elsid Familiaran, Chair of uh, the Bacolod City Interagency Task Force, said the health workers who tested positive are working in a private hospital in Bacolod and they are now in isolation. Meanwhile, two additional houses were also under lockdown because of the recorded new cases. One of these is the house of a patient in Barangay Mandalagan who is a close contact of a health worker positive for the virus. The other one is the house of an employee of the city in Barangay Alihis. He is a close contact of a patient who also tested positive for COVID-19. They are now in quarantine facility. 
the city continues to put under strict lockdown the whole of Purok Seaside in Barangay Tawo and the whole of Purok Mahimulaton in Barangay Banagun Baholad. 30 houses are also under lockdown in Purok Masanag, Barangay 26, five houses in Purok Riverside in Barangay Banago, and a house of a positive patient in Purok Pagida at Barangay 29. Martian Nico, EBS News, Baholad City. Amid the worsening COVID-19 crisis in the Philippines, a public health advocate says reimposing strict quarantine measures in Metro Manila is needed to help reduce transmissions. Dr. Anthony Leachon says the COVID-19 response should be stepped up to prevent its further spread. He suggests placing the national capital region under enhanced community quarantine again, if possible. Kung ako po ay doktor at uh, hindi ko iniisip yung pera kasi hindi naman ako politiko, gagayahin ko yung model po ng Cebu during the time na pumunta si Secretary Simatu at ang National IATF doon. Pagbigyan lang ng dalawang linggo na ma-lockdown or localized para bumaba lang yung transmission at uh, ang mga makahinga-hinga naman. Kung hindi papayag po ang gobyerno, Dahil may kaakibat na gastos yan sa social amelioration funds na hanggang ngayon hindi pa nga natin ma-account for yung SAP, ang best sana ay MECQ. Yan ang aking, aking kuntingin. Kasi ang dami po kasi masyado ng cases. Philippine government says reported road accidents involving the use of motorbike barriers were due to faulty construction and not the barrier itself. Interior Undersecretary Jonathan Malaya insists back riders on motorbikes must install the government-mandated barriers to avoid the risk of COVID-19 transmission. But they must use a design that was approved and has been in use for a few weeks now in Bohol. For example, yung isa ay gumamit ng salamin. Eh, hindi po yan aprobadong disenyo ng IATF or ng NTF. Kailangan po ang gamitin natin ay uh, acrylic plastic or something similar. Hindi po pwedeng salamin. So ito po mga aksidenteng ito ay hindi dahil doon sa uh, mismong barrier but because of the faulty construction at maling uh, materyales na ginagamit. Doon din po sana natin ang mga pamantayang inilabas ng National Task Force on COVID-19 at kung meron pa po tayong mga kababayan ngayon na nagsasabi na meron pa silang ibang disenyo na gusto nilang imungkahi sa NTF, mangyari lamang po na ibigay nyo itong mga disenyong ito before July 31. The Philippine government has extended the deadline for compliance with motorbike barrier installations to the end of this month. This as the Philippine Society of Mechanical Engineers warned that the aerodynamics involved in the use of barriers compromises road safety and that these also won't protect riders against diseases. The Philippines' Energy Regulatory Commission orders utility firm Meralco to conduct a recomputation of bills after around 70,000 customers filed complaints with the agency. Avinel Chico has the details. This customer wonders why the amount he paid last month was not reflected in his current electricity bill. Nagtaka po kami kasi binayaran na namin po sa online. Bakit meron pa po dumating na bill na April to May? This customer on the other hand questions why her bill doubled from previous month but rather than complain formally, she opted to pay in installment. Mahabang proseso po po siguro pag nag-complain kami. 
The number of complaints dwindled in Meralco business centers, but more are sending concerns on bill shock to the Energy Regulatory Commission. The ERC has come up with a system where complainants should email to different addresses depending on the nature of their concern. There's one for bills that doubled or tripled from pre-COVID-19 billing, a separate email for current bills that did not reflect previous or online payment, or for those who complain of receiving a bill even if the house or establishment is empty during the lockdown. Those who did not receive any billing and request for me to reading should send to this email account. Naralco says it has increased its staff to answer all complaints after the ERC earlier declared that it has already received around 250,000 email messages. Siguro hindi resolved lahat, pero itong majority ng 250, hopefully by uh, uh, middle of August, uh, we hope to uh, already resolve the majority of that. But the commission clarifies there are around 70,000 verified complaints so far. Chairman Agnes de Vanadera orders Meralco to recompute the bills of customers who have formally filed complaints. Para on a month-to-month makapiho na talagang yun na nga yung tamang dating. Dahil ang sabi nga natin, hindi tayo magbabayad ng hindi natin na konsumo. Maralco says it will comply with the ERC's order to recompute the bloated bills of customers who filed formal complaints. Alvin Ilchico, ABS-CBN News. A volunteers group officially launches its campaign to get ABS-CBN back on air. Through the People's Initiative for Reforms and Movement for Action, or Pirma Kapamilya, citizen volunteers aim to gather 7 million signatures nationwide to grant the media a giant people's franchise. The People's Initiative will require the signatures of at least 3% of registered voters in each legislative district and at least 10% of total registered voters in the country. Once validated by the Commission on Elections, a plebiscite will be called, which will need a majority of votes cast to approve the proposed bill. The group, which is composed of lawyers and professors among others, says while it acknowledges the uphill battle it's facing, it remains undaunted since their cause is fueled by the clamor of the people. An SWS survey in early July revealed an overwhelming 75% of Filipinos want the ABS-CBN franchise renewed. 56% also agreed that its shutdown was a blow to press freedom. And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.